Hi, this is Dr. Darwin, the new dentist coach, with another episode of Ask Dr. Darwin on the new dentist coach podcast show. Today, we're going to be doing part two of our coaching, of my Smiles to Success coaching platform, where we work one-on-one with individuals who have a specific issue that they're trying to get answers and solve. Um, we're going to be doing part two with student Dr. Mubarak. Uh, who is applying a residency, and we're guiding him through that process and giving him some targets and some deadlines and some information and some tips and strategies so that he can implement through this process so he knows exactly how to get it done. So good morning. How are you doing? How's everything in Canada? I'm doing good. How are you? Everything is doing well. I'm doing good. I got a little bit of a head cold this morning, like I was telling you, so excuse me if I sound like I'm underwater or or uh, sound congested, but I'm trying to get this stuff, flush all this stuff out, man. But enough about me. Let's let's see um, let's see how you're doing uh, with your process. I know there were a couple things, a uh, couple of some homework assignments that we yep. were, wanted to talk about, and uh, uh, let's uh, let's talk about that. I know we, uh, as a brief recap, we talked about the list. You made a couple. You made a list of different things, uh, two programs in Boston, five in New York. You had scheduled some site visits. Uh, yeah. And um, you were also going to be starting your, your application process. Yes. And through that application process, we were talking about um, getting some, some faculty members to write on your behalf. Yep. And uh, so that leads us to where we are right now, which is um, the second part. We're going to be talking about your personal statement and your CV, personal statement and CV. Now, is, what, what else, is there anything else we needed to, to flush out from the first, from our first call? Uh, no, as you said, like today's what you told me, we're going to talk about the personal statement and the CV. Right. Yep, I've already started my application. I finished registering for the CDCA. I started my application for the GPL. I talked to the faculty members. They both, like, I talked to three of them. They all said that they're going to write the recommendation, the most recommendation letters. Uh, yeah, I only had one question. It's like, do you recommend any things that I should be working on at this moment, like other than the application? Um, at this moment, you know, the application is, is key, um, primarily because the application is what's going to get you to your next step, and your next step is getting the interview, right? Yes. Um, you know, fo- focus all your energy in that. You already have your list. You've already scheduled some site visits. Um, and I would say continue to become familiar with the programs that you are applying to as far as doing some more research and, and understanding about those programs. Maybe even take your notebook. Yep. Have one page uh, or a couple pages for each program and continue to gather your information 
about the programs. Very soon, very soon after your application is up, I mean, uh, has been submitted and uploaded, you will be getting some calls from programs wanting to schedule interviews. Some programs will schedule as early as September. Um, I know our program, we, we usually schedule in October, usually October and November. Um, so you want to be early. I always yes. recommend to people, you want to be early not only in the submission of your application, but you also want to be early in the interview process. Um, so that that always that, that also allows you more time if you need to add a program here or there or um, more time to maybe make a an interview that maybe wasn't scheduled initially. So yeah. All right. uh, does it matter if I haven't taken the part two NBD? I'm gonna take it like I think in August, uh, December. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember from our notes, you said uh, you're taking part one on August 18th? Yes. That's what it would be in, uh, in the next two weeks. Good, 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 good. So there you go, right there. That's, that's something you could be working on as well. Uh, yes. Of course, I know you're doing that already. And then you mentioned something about part two. Um, uh, yeah, I'm planning to take it with the American, uh, with the Canadian boards at the same time, because I'll be studying for both at the same moment. Okay. Yeah, but that'll be after your your whole application process and everything. Yes. So, okay, I know you say Canada only requires part two to take it as far as, I guess, maybe for graduation? Yes. Okay. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, focus on your application now. As far as your personal statement and your CV. Now, do you have you have uh I don't know if we have a, a CV uploaded. Um but that's something maybe I you know, we can look at specifically. Um, have you sent me a copy of your CV? I think so. Okay. Because I'm looking through some emails now and uh, I'm not sure if I find it. Uh, the only thing, like, I didn't finish my personal statement. Like, I finished it. I, like, I, I don't think it's very good. Okay. What what about this what about what about it that you don't think is good? My personal statement or the C V? Ah, your personal statement. So like regardless, like I was uh, just very short, like in terms like and direct like what are my goals and like I didn't know how to order it like how, how the way that I should start with um start with a story okay start with a story I mean that's one suggestion start with a story or start with 
your purpose in front. Yep. But with a story, make sure it's a story that you can relate to or that relates to you in some way. Yes. <laughs> but I would start with a story. Um, I will, uh, I, I would also recommend something about you that makes you unique. Why, why you? Yep. Uh, a statement in there about your plans for implementing how, how the training is going to be implemented in your total vision of your career. Yes. Um, just writing a couple of things down as I'm telling you, just so I, so we have it. And I would, I would also put some something in there about how, how are you going to contribute? What, why you, as it relates to how you're going to contribute? What are you going to bring to, to the program? In terms of what? In terms of you and and who you are, you know. Okay. Are you go, you're going to bring if you're dedicated and you're enthused, you know, you're going to bring that energy to the to the program as it relates to working with patients, working with your co-residents, you know. You know, you may find three things, three words that describe you best. Yes. Um, and then use those three words to give two or three sentences about how those words embody or how you embody you are embodied within those words as far as your behavior your actions your demeanor your personality all right yep <laughs> all right now i i will tell you yeah i I, I, I think those those things are important because, first of all, everyone loves a story. Yes. Right? Yep. It's, it's something that is engaging and kind of uh, gets the, the, the listener or the reader in this particular case, it gets them to be focused on, on you or on the story. Lots of times, personal statements sound very similar. Oh, I wanna, I wanna, uh, you know, do the training so I can get faster. You know, get my confidence and, and increase my speed, which may all be true. But we already, are, everyone already knows that. People that are reading that, we know that that's one of the reasons why you're doing a, doing a residency. So you don't necessarily need to go into detail uh, about that. Yes. As much as you could go into detail more about you as a candidate and how you're going to be, how you, if you have a big vision, if you've got five and 10 years already planned out, or at least in your mind, we want to, we, we want to hear that because we want to hear and know that you're a thinker, whether it be 
methodical or, or, or very detail-oriented. We want to know that you've been thinking about this. Um, and I think that's, that's helpful because it tells us a little bit more about your character. Yeah. So that's important, all right? I understand. So continue to, to just spend some time thinking about your contribution and a story. You know, it could be a story as to, as to something that you experienced in dental school that made you even more aware or that confirmed the fact that you needed to do residency training. <clears throat> Tell us about how you're going to use the residency training and how that's how that one year or two years is going to be implemented into your bigger your bigger plan. What are what is your bigger plan? I mean, do you so let's let's talk about that. I mean, do you have a bigger plan? Are you thinking about specializing? Yep. There you go. It's a great segue into talking about you specializing. What, what are you thinking about specializing in? To be honest, like, I'm trying to choose either between autosurgery or ortho. Good, 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 good. Okay. Yeah, I need, uh, what, what I'm thinking, like, I'm trying to leave it open. Like, I don't want to focus on one, on one part, and then I start hating the other things. So... Through, like that's how I'm thinking is I'm gonna go do a two years GPR. I will experience everything, and I'll have a case of each bit. And then now, in these two years or in the next couple, I will decide oh, what I'm more passionate about. Yes. Yeah. And I was gonna say, there you go. You just wrote. You just wrote a segment of your personal statement right there. Yeah. <laughs> see, see how yeah. that, see how that works. Yeah. Oh, that's actually good. Yeah, that's how that works, man. You're gonna use that time to help you decipher. You have you have some opportunities to take some continuing education, right? Over the next two years or year or two years, uh, there's so many. There's so many different conferences, both in oral surgery and ortho, that allow you to be more exposed to the profession or to the discipline or the, the specialty. Um, and you can use those two years of your training to segue into CE and going to meetings. Like I can tell, I tell all the residents, if, especially if you're specializing, you've got to go to the dental meetings for oral surgery or for, or, for ortho. Uh, ortho last year was in Washington, D.C. I'm not sure where they are in 19. But you want to go to those meetings so you can see, you can see what new novel approaches they're talking about, what's coming up on the horizon, what they're currently doing. You get a chance to see some table clinics, some poster presentations of residents and people that are, um, that are submitting information 
and projects for publication. You get a chance to see all of that. Yeah. All, all doing your residency. Yep. So the only thing of, Yeah, the only thing about ortho like the ortho requirements in our school is actually great. Like you have to treat one patient for two years and then wow. yeah, we, yeah. So I started my patient in my th beginning of third year. Up to August of third year, I was working on the set analysis and all the models. Yeah. And then I continued treating the patient till the end of fourth year. That's one requirement. And I think it's 10 ortho adjustment, or 10 adjustment. Wow. Yeah. So I, I, I noticed like when I went to the dental meetings in Canada, like, like not many schools offer ortho training. Oh, you mean you mean the dental schools don't offer ortho training? Yeah, only two, only the people that are doing the specialty. For the yeah. most part, I got you. I got. Well, there you go, man. All you have to do is rewind, press play on this video, and you'll hear your yeah. comments of you. I actually just said, said that. Listen again to the interview. That's right. That's right. Yeah, listen to the coaching call so that yep. you so that you can just duplicate what you just said in writing. Yep. Just that fact alone is going to tell us a little bit more information about you, about your thinking, and how you're going to be using this residency to move to your next step, your next level, right? And it makes sense that that's why you may, that's why you have an interest in ortho because of the actual experience that you're getting at your school, which is unique. So that's, that's something that's going to set you apart from some other people too. Just that one, that one uh, aspect. Yeah. Cause you got to remember too, uh, doc, you got to remember you, you, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people applying to the same programs. There's a lot. I know for our program, we'll get over 100, close to 100, maybe close to 150 applications for, you know, a little bit over 30 spots. So um, it's a lot. And especially in New York, there are a lot of programs. And, and, you know, again, we're looking for things outside of grades, GPA, that CV and also that personal statement could be a deciding factor whether or not you're going to get an interview or not. And that is the next step. That's why this personal statement is very important. And it, you know, it does tie back into your, your, the past application. But, <clears throat> so I, I would, I would love to see a new draft um a new a new draft of of your of a person of a personal statement the next time we talk implementing yes. some of the things that we just mentioned okay i'll send you the personal statement and i will send the cv again so i would conclude with the same actually like in my personal statement with what are my uplift summary like about who i am Yes, or you can even uh, can kind of conclude with 
you know, I look forward to um, you tell them what you what you want, what you're looking forward to, because you know the next step after someone's reading your personal statement, the next step is they're going to either put your application in the yes pile or the no pile. <laughs> yeah. So the yes pile means an interview. The no pile means maybe not an interview right now. You want to be in the yes pile with an interview. So you can conclude with a statement that triggers the reviewing committee, triggers them to be thinking about the next step, which is put me in the yes pile for an interview. So the way that you can communicate that, you can communicate it via, I look forward to uh, the next step in the application process. I think uh, an interview will, uh, will oh, I think the interview, um, an, opp an, an opportunity to interview with your institution will provide more insight to me as a candidate, my interest in, in joining your, uh, your program, and my purpose and goal uh, in, in, in becoming a resident in your program, yada, yada, yada. Look forward to hearing from you soon. There you go. Thank you for your time and consideration. And what that's doing psychologically is making us think right then and there, after we read everything from the, from the top to the middle to the conclusion, after we read everything, now that's triggering us to say, all right, it was good, good, good statement. He's organized, he's got this, he's got things planned out, yada, yada, told a story, I can relate to it. Yeah, let's get him that interview. Let's put him in the yes pile. So it's like you're giving little subtle hits as to what the next step is. You know what the next step is. You're prompting them to start to move towards the next step and then put you in that pile instead of this pile. Does that make sense? Yeah. So let's let's uh on our next chat let's let's look at your personal statement and um um and your your cv because you also want to make sure that they tie that they work back and forth somewhat you know some of the experiences that you're listing on over here on your cv on your cv you want to make sure that on the personal statement you're talking about it at least a little bit so to, so that it, it it goes it goes back and forth yep and then keep in mind everything that you're submitting personal uh your cv personal statement you're putting that all together so that when they come for the interview boom you are the person that they see in the cv in the personal statement you you the person yeah is is what I read, is the information that I read about the CV and the personal statement, is that? Actually me, yeah. Yeah, actually you. Okay. All right. And that's why the interview is, uh, is, is uh, so important, I think.
I, you know, I think. How like my CV should be very brief, right? Like it should be very way shorter than my personal statement and a point form. Well, it depends. It depends on if you've got some, you know, some. I. The, the, the CV needs to be what it is. It needs to be what it needs to be, meaning you need to have, um, you need to have everything that you've done more specifically as relates to uh, pre-doc pre stuff, all right? You may have some leadership roles that you, maybe you had in college that may transfer over to dental school. But outside of that, you want to keep it pretty basic. Um, but, you know, also put in some, like I said, some leadership. If you got some leadership things there, that's good. Um, length, you know, I, I, I tell people it's as long as it needs to be. But at this stage in your career, I mean, you don't have a, a five or 10 year career where you're in academics and you've got all these papers published, you're on all these committees. Uh, you're on a, you have all these memberships. You don't have that yet. So use a lot of those CVs are much longer in length, five, six, seven, could be even eight pages, um, depending on <coughs> what you're doing. So keep that in mind, keep it short, keep it concise, but keep it specific. Yep. All right. Okay. So next time we're going to go through your personal statement and your CV, and uh, let's 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 look at it to make sure the content and the wording and the transitions all work. Don't worry about when you're writing it. Don't worry about making on your drafts making everything perfect the first time, right? Because you lots of times we need to have someone else look at it because how you think you're communicating. Something could, yeah. something could be communicated maybe a little bit better, maybe something to transition so the person who's reading it understands it, all of that. So don't worry about it, you know, trying to get it perfect the first time. The most, the most important thing is to get used to that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yep, yep. All right, so has this been helpful? Oh, it's actually way great like actually very helpful oh that's like, great man. i've worked seven pages of this like i need to implement them in both my cv and my personal statement good good man well that's the purpose that's the purpose of doing these coaching calls and and being a smiles to success client that's you, you, you get all these good nuggets to the point where it's helping solve the problem or issue that you have so I'm glad that's working. So let's let's plan on talking in a couple of weeks. Okay. I know you've got a couple of uh, site visits scheduled. Scheduled. Uh, yeah, August fifteenth. August fifteenth. What about the one you I thought you had one on August twelfth? No. Yes. Okay. I have all of them. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So uh, maybe we'll try to talk then or right afterwards okay uh do you have a you have a preference uh then at that time huh 
Um, at that time, I think. Yeah, some time. Okay. Well, let's let's do at least two weeks so you can get some time to, you know, I know you, I know yeah. you have schoolwork as well. Um, yes. Let's say two weeks. So okay. We'll set that up. How's that sound? Yes, that's a good idea. Perfect, perfect. So I'm glad this has been helpful for you, man. That's great. That's what we want. That's what we want. To get you the help that you need to solve the issue or the problem that you may be having so that you can part ways with problems and move forward with solutions and things that help you be successful. All right? All right. Thank you very much. Hey, you're welcome very much. And if you've got some people that, you know, that are in your same situation or boat and want some one-on-one -on -one coaching, just let, let me know. I'll be glad to help them. All right. Thank you. All right, Doc. Take care. Good luck. And I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks on our next coaching call. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.